Here we go, loopy loo. Here we go, loopy light. Here we go, loopy loo. All on a Saturday night. Hello, this is Luby with Luby's Lullabies podcast. In my last broadcast, I talked to you about tea and the British. And today is a book which encompasses all of that. And it's called Time for Tea. It is written by Tom Parker Bowles and in conjunction with Fortnum Mason, it's an entertaining and authoritative guide to the world of tea, together with 50 inspirational recipes from Fortnum's classics, uh, including the jasmine hot smoked salmon to exceptional bakes such as matcha, layer cake and so many more. Delicious. Anyway, let me read you the introduction to this book. It's very Uh, encompassing in as much as it takes into all the history of tea and everything about it. So here we go. Both soothing and uplifting, a salve and a sharpener, the morning jolt and the evening's end. It's not so much mere a drink as national as obsession, a fragrant religion, sippable meditation, sucker in a cup. Unashamedly democratic too, poured from silver teapots and battered urns alike. Wouldn't it be dreadful to live in a country where they didn't have tea, sang Noel Coward, echoing the thoughts of a nation. George Orwell agreed. One of the mainstays of civilization in this country, he mused, because tea unites this country and divides it too. Bag or loose tea, a chip mug of builders or a bone china mug of first flush Darjeeling. Which goes first, the tea or the milk? If you take milk at all, that is. Sugar, honey or lemon? Or naked and unadorned? Oh, the agony of choice. And tea's not just a cup of char. Rather, afternoon tea, a meal in itself. A glorious tradition. One of Britain's most enduring culinary gifts to the world. Cucumber sandwiches, scones with clotted cream and jam, chocolate cake and crumpets drenched in butter. As Henry James said, there are few hours in life more agreeable than the hour dedicated to the ceremony known as afternoon tea. And then there's high tea, a feast unto itself where savoury is the order of the day, washed down of course with lashings of tea. Now, the history of tea is not exactly pure as filtered water by any stretch of the imagination. It's closely entwined with empire, colonialism, greed, injustice and war. The East India Company, one of the first major importers of tea, was rapacious, immoral and almost entirely unregulated. In writing about tea, we acknowledge all of this. But this book is primarily a guide to choosing, making, drinking and cooking with tea. If you want to find more about the historical background, please see the bibliography at the end. At the end of the book, that is. Fortner Mason, though, has been has a bit of experience when it comes to the leaves of old Camellia sinensis. Three centuries, to be precise. Despite tea being so stained in our national history that one imagines Bodicea swigging, swigging it while bashing the Roman invader, it only reached these shores in the middle of the 17th century. And at 25 shillings a pound was expensive enough to be locked away in tea caddies with the key held by the lady of the house, making it an exclusively aristocratic tipple. Nowadays, though, it's the most widely consumed drink after water in the world. 
At Fortnum's, tea is taken to a high art. There are nearly 150 varieties in store at any one time, ranging from the refreshing kick of Queen Anne, the delicate floral caress of Rose Pouchong, the verdant gently roasted sweetness of Long Jing, right through to the altogether more powerfully strident allure of the Albion blend. Hundreds of millions of cups of tea have been sold in the Diamond Jubilee sea talon, sea, Tea Salon alone. There are single estate varieties, famous blends, fruit infusions, tea cocktails, chocolates flavoured with Earl Grey, even smoked salmon with the stuff. Tea runs through the store's veins like white water through Darjeeling ravines. This book is a celebration of Fortnum's passion for tea in every form. Thank God for tea, cries the Reverend Sidney Smith, noted gourmand and wit. What would the world do without tea? How did it exist? I am glad I was not born before tea. A sentiment shared by so many of us too. Anyway, enough of the talk. It's time for tea. So, whether it's Time for Tea or not, this book, Time for Tea, is the name of it. It is by Tom Parker Bowles, as I mentioned. It's a fabulous book. It's got loads of history, loads of little uh, recipes that are extremely tasteful and very tempting. So, Time for Tea. This is Luby at Luby's Lullabies podcast. Thank you very much for listening to me today. <laughs>